Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Welcome back to the Playmakers. And it's time to hopefully clear up some confusion because, to be honest, I don't know what the hell is going on in Carolina with the Panthers. And here to help us, Lindsey, is Larry Holder, NFL writer and columnist for The Athletic. As always, all insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Larry, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. And as Adrian just mentioned, Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers. I think he's one of the most prominent spiritual swagger leaders in the NFL. And he just spent the whole offseason being humbled and left behind for a man that is Deshaun Watson. The chip on the shoulder effect at full blast in my mind. And maybe he can take the, the running game load a little bit off of Christian McCaffrey or at least be a threat. What say you? Yeah, it's interesting that uh, he's actually going to be, quote-unquote, battling for the job with uh, the guy he was basically battling for the number one pick in 2018 uh, at the top of the NFL draft with Sam Darnold. And so, look, I think that this makes sense. It's not like Carolina is paying a ton uh, for, for Baker, but also when you look at it in the sense of what are they going to have after this year, it's interesting that uh, before Baker had his uh, press conference uh, yesterday, uh, that he, uh, that Scott Fitter, or two days ago, Scott Fitter, the GM, basically didn't guarantee either one of them a job after this season. So I think they're still in, let's see what this is, wait and see mode, and then we'll go from there. But uh, I would be shocked if, Baker did not win the job, but still, Baker obviously has question marks. And, and you mentioned Christian McCaffrey, and uh, one of the things I've, I've written about a few times is that, uh, you know, what kind of offense should Carolina run if Baker wins the job? And it should be one that's similar to what Carolina runs because you don't what, – well, what was run in Cleveland with Baker, actually. It's more like they should run the football and not put so much on Baker's shoulders because I think he presses and makes mistakes. And, Larry, thank you for bringing up the GM of the Panthers because Warren Sharp tweeted this out, and let me say it here. So over the past couple of years, the Panthers have given up a second-round pick, third-round pick, two-fourths, a fifth, and a sixth to assemble a QB room of Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and now Matt Corral. Am I crazy for saying this is the behavior of an average high schooler playing Madden's franchise mode? Like, what is the philosophy for this team, and what are they going for? 
<laughs> That's an interesting uh, comparison. But here's the thing, though. It was starting to happen before that. Like uh, Before, uh, I, I've, I've been on the NFL beat league-wide for about a year. But before that, I covered the Saints for 15, 16 years. And so before that, they acquired Teddy Bridgewater to basically replace Cam Newton. And Teddy didn't work out. And so this has been, this is actually before Scott Fitterer. So it's, it's, it's just whatever Carolina is going through here. It's, so it's, it, it's something that uh, I think they're just chasing. It, it, it's interesting because when you kind of see quarterback situations in a league, if you don't find a guy, you're always chasing. And Carolina is, is right now is, is in the chase mode, and it's every year is tenuous. Heck, heck uh, every week is seemingly tenuous. And I think it's going to be that way even more now with Baker and Sam Darnold in the same building. But uh, it, it, it's something that if you don't have a quarterback, I, like I said, I, I cover Drew Brees from snap one till his final snap. And the Saints have had to play a ton of quarterbacks at this rate with, without Drew Brees uh, through injuries and retirement. And but Carolina's been that way since the Cam Newton era has ended. So uh, when you don't have one, you're you're you're, you're basically kind of scratching and clawing to even try to survive in the league. Yeah, I like that chase concept. Sometimes you're just looking for something that that works but also feels good, and I think that's why they kind of prematurely moved on from Teddy because he's never really gotten like a true run where there's not that kind of impending we're going to kick you out to the next team or your next suitor. And and like you said, that's a privilege that only so many franchises can – uh, basically avoid because they draft or they trade well or they find, you know, that that one magical quarterback like Drew Brees. I'm not going to lie, Larry, as a Vikings fan, I have an eternal bone to pick with your former team. It's a hatred that I think supersedes mine, at least for Green Bay, because we're never really in competition with them, even though we like to think that we are. But I've been told by my cousin Josh, who is a degenerative uh, Saints fan, and he said that this year's draft was a good one. My question to you is, how good? Are we talking like 2017 draft class yield good? Because if so, that's terrifying. I'm definitely not going 2017. That was a historic draft. Uh, and if you're talking, say, like in Saints terms, uh, the only draft that w- would compare in their history would be the 06 draft when they had Reggie Bush and Roman Harper and Jari Evans and Marcus Colson and Zach Streif and uh, Rob Ninkovich, who they even let go. Uh, they thought he they cut him twice. The second time they tried to make him a long snapper, and he only went to New England was a – a multi-Super Bowl winner. But, uh, no, I'm not going there in terms of that Saints draft. But still, I do think that they've filled holes. But, look, they've got question marks. If you're talking Saints, they've got question marks all across the board. And I know we're uh, in Vegas, and I, I, I thought that uh, the Saints uh, just, uh, you know, a lot of talk was quarterback, quarterback. I was pitching that the Saints should try to trade for Derek Carr. Obviously, that didn't happen, but – but yeah, I, I, it, it's, I, there are so many questions. Uh, the draft did not answer all of them. Uh, so it, it's definitely something that uh, potentially the Saints might like this class, but uh, they've got to have struck it rich with, uh, with Chris Alave and, uh, and Trevor Penning. And we're, I'm definitely not there yet. I mean, I need to see it to believe it <laughs> for me to get in, all, in that boat. 
Yeah, especially with the, that big question mark, as you mentioned, the quarterback position, uh, Jameis Winston. What's the ceiling and what's the honest expectation? Who's coming off? Uh, uh, he's coming off a blown knee last year because if he, if he's back to a point where he's able to take strides and improve, I actually think that hey, they might actually be able to make something out of this. But if he's still healing, and, and sometimes there's only so many hours in the day, and that's what most of the healing takes. Like it could be a really, really big. I don't want to say like a step back season, but uh, a developmental season. Let's put it th- that way nicely. I think uh, that you have one side of it is the knee, and the other side of it is just Jameis being Jameis. So I think you have all of that to still be answered. We, we saw Jameis play for seven games. He was uh, – a lot of it was Sean Payton kind of holding back the reins. And right when he was basically kind of hitting a stride, he tears his ACL and he's out for the rest of the year. So uh, there's there's a reason why he got paid basically half of starting quarterback money. You know, it's basically fourteen million a year uh, and, and not a long term deal because he still has to prove it. So I think that's uh, and the Saints could actually get out from under it if they want to if he falters this year. And I think there's also a reason that if Jameis isn't ready to go, they went out and got a, a more bona fide backup with Andy Dalton. Uh, and now Taysom Hill, that uh, experiment is just going to be a Swiss Army knife and not the quarterback of the future. So I definitely think that uh, Jameis is still – he still has to prove that he can be a viable starter for the Saints. Uh, but – He's got a bunch of tools around him, and the Saints defense should be good. So uh, a lot of it is going to be on James's shoulders to basically prove that uh, he could be uh, the guy in the NFL again. Larry Holder joining us from The Athletic, NFL writer, and columnist. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Larry Holder. And since we are talking about quarterbacks, uh, I know there was a lot of, well, first off on Twitter, Lamar Jackson's going crazy, um, but also the the top 10 quarterback ranking. And a lot of people were like, how can you not put Lamar in there in this contract situation? My question to you is, how can you justify giving Lamar Jackson the type of money that a Deshaun Watson or even a contract length in terms of Patrick Mahomes and the longevity of that deal with a quarterback who, no disrespect to him, and he's amazing and he should have been in the top 10, he's not going to be more athletic than everyone else forever. So what type of situation, and, and also injury concerns, what what situation, how do you think it's going to play out in Baltimore with Lamar? I think that you're, they're going to eventually have a long-term deal there. It's just, he's, he's a talent that you can certainly win with. And I feel like last year when you look at Lamar Jackson, he was hurt, but uh, also the Ravens, their offensive line was was not what it, what it should have been. I mean, Ronnie Stanley's one of the best left tackles in the league when he's healthy, and he was not healthy at all last year. I mean, he only played, what, one game, and then we don't know uh, what, what's going to happen with him this year, and uh, they had some leaky issues there, and a bunch of pieces went down, but I, like, I, I just think that uh, it, it's He's a different style of quarterback than basically uh, the you know ninety percent of the league. I mean, it, it's he's you know you might say all right, some quarterbacks are mobile, but Lamar Jackson seems to rely on that more than anything else, and so it, it's something that 
I feel like he needs the pieces around him uh, and it, the right way. Like, I mean, also, you got to remember last year the Ravens, they lost J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards at running back, and that put them back. I mean, there's no question that that set them back. So if you, can, if you don't have a viable running game to coincide with Lamar, I think that's an issue. So I, 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 I think, though, that uh, – I I, can't, I understand where the Ravens are coming from, but there's no doubt that uh, Lamar Jackson is a is a big time talent, and so I think they will eventually come with a deal. It's almost kind of a similar situation with like Kyler Murray. I mean, you know, he's waiting for a long term deal. They haven't done that yet, but I mean, Lamar is definitely like uh, under the spotlight because his his deal is about to expire. So, uh, uh, or, or you're going to run into that situation, and so it's definitely. Uh, I think the Ravens are basically waiting to see again. I mean, let's just see what they do uh, there. And it's this is definitely a big year, and he's got to he's got to perform and, and kind of show that uh, that he deserves forty million a year because I'm sure that's what he's looking for some some sort of gigantic contract like that. Yeah, there's only so much uh, magic that you can milk out of the latter stages of Latavius Murray's running back career. But I anticipate big things for Lamar Jackson. But speaking of mobile quarterbacks, a little bit different of a specimen when we're talking about Josh Allen, but the Buffalo Bills have built themselves up a steady trajectory under Sean McDermott and uh, Josh Allen. They go out, they get Von Miller this offseason, and they're my favorite in the clubhouse to go all the way. But my question to you is, has the landscape around them changed enough to enable them to find that level of success without having to play near perfect football because we all saw that playoff game versus the uh, Chiefs. I think they're the favorite as well, and that probably scares the hell out of Baltimore. I mean, Buffalo fans. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because not again. Come on. Uh, but uh, going back to the old Jim Kelly days, uh, but still, it's. I just think that the pieces that they have, you, you add Von Miller, uh, they've made a, a few other pieces uh, within the defense, uh, their pass rush is only going to get better. And when I look at it, people forget that Buffalo was without uh, Tredavious White for a lot of the season. Uh, and he's when he's healthy, he's one of the better corners in the NFL. I mean, he was an all-pro ball, all-pro player. And you, if you add him back into the mix, I think that uh, that would certainly – obviously they're the favorite in their division. Uh, but – I think that they they are so talented that to me I feel like that they're rightfully the betting favorite in the NFL right now to win the Super Bowl. So to me, I think they are, they should be considered the favorite. Uh, but you know, look, we we'll, uh, we know Buffalo's past, so it's like you do that. It's like <laughs> it's like buyer beware if you if you try to go that route. No, absolutely. And uh, if we could, if we could go inside the AFC West, first and foremost, um, I, I think Raiders fans are a little bit agitated at some of the love that Russell Wilson and the Broncos are getting for this upcoming season. So uh, just plain and simple, Larry, do you believe in the Broncos next year? I think that because I was I was doing a lot of stories on quarterbacks overall in the NFL and uh this off season, who's going to end up where and what would work. And, you know, I, I think that, I think that Russell Wilson, sure. He's got the cachet, but I do think that, um, I think something's off with him. And I'm wondering Ooh, if thank you, a change of venue will help. Maybe it will help, but I do think that 
that he's a different style of quarterback and that he's not he's a guy who's always got to improvise so i like i'm not i'm not totally sold on denver just because russell wilson is there i i think that uh, uh they've got question marks and i'm not uh, but there's a reason why you're moving on from russell wilson I mean, you don't move on from a guy if you don't if you're not ready to do it. I, I know there was kind of a a burned bridge, I guess, uh, between Seattle and Russell Wilson at that point. So you move on, but still, I think that uh, I, I'm not I'm not totally buying in that Russell Wilson is going to bring uh, Denver to the promised land in terms of even just winning the division. I, I'm I'm not totally sold on that right now. Well, one of the hard truths is is that in even the, the best division, somebody's going to have to finish in fourth place no matter how talented they are. And so uh, I, I really like the Chargers personally, and I'm sure plenty of Raiders fans around town will be like, what the hell, you're supposed to be on the bandwagon. But I really like what I see from Justin Herbert, and I just like the trajectory that they're on. But in your mind, which team has most effectively addressed their weaknesses this offseason? Look, I mean, you mentioned the Chargers, and they certainly did. I mean, look, they added Khalil Mack to go alongside of Joey Bosa. They got J.C. Jackson. I mean, those are those are some big acquisitions. I mean, there's no question about it. But I need to see it to believe it from the Chargers, too. I mean, how many times have they been, ooh, this great, sexy pick, and they don't live up to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence there. Uh, look, look, uh, as far as the Raiders, I was wondering, all right, you know, they, uh, they all of a sudden uh, – uh, trading Gakwe, and you're thinking, what the heck's going on? But they got Chandler Jones, but in, in, of course, in exchange, you get uh, Rock Yassine to come in and kind of solidify that spotted corner. We all know the move with Devontae Adams. Obviously, that's a big, big, big time move. Uh, so I, I think uh, I think I'm still going to stick with the Chiefs. Oh, but Jesus. Larry. A little. We have I'm a first sorry. impression to make down here still. <laughs> Look, I, look, I've made a lot of bad impressions across the world in my times covering the league, so it doesn't matter. But I, I'm still, I mean, again, I need to see it to believe it. Until, uh, until the Chiefs fall, I need to see it to believe it. So uh, it's, uh, I do think though that it is, uh, if any division in the NFL, the AFC West is going to be the most intriguing because I think it could be a toss-up all over the map. I'm not discounting the Raiders. Obviously, but look, they, they got to the playoffs and they've improved since then. But still, new head coach. I, uh, yeah, it, it, new coach Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. You, let's let's see how he pans out. But still, uh, I need to see it to believe it. So uh, let's. Uh, I'm not picking a winner. I'm just saying the Chiefs. I'm not discounting the Chiefs. So smart I'm, guy. I'm giving, I'm giving you a, t- a total cop out answer at this point now after the. Reaction I just got. I just I had to do that for our Las Vegas listeners, Larry. I'm sorry, yeah, Larry. Only the best first impressions all the way around. But thank you so much for sharing your NFL insight with us today, Larry. I wish you uh, success in the upcoming year. Not necessarily the team that you share a zip code with, but you're my official favorite, Larry, not named Fitzgerald. And uh, we hope that we can have you on again in the near future. Hey, the fact that I've topped Larry Bird uh, in your opinion is a score for me. So. I'm in. We don't recognize Boston athletes on this program. (laughs) (laughs) Larry, thank you so much. Be sure to follow him at Larry Holder. That was the NFL writer and columnist for The Athletic. And all insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Sports and other things on the way next. 
Clap, she don't need no applause. High fashion, like go, y'all. G-Wagon or the Rover. I put some ice on you cause you got a cold heart. I know I gotta keep my shorty on go, go. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. It's like the musical equivalent of sticking a fork in a socket there. Just, ah, welcome <laughs> to the Whoa. Playmakers. It's uh, it's high and loud fashion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, loud in the different, uh, you know, you could take that as you want it. When it comes way to, to loud. Way to really hide that one. Yeah, can, people, can you see me behind this single indoor tree? You Where's see those the, like the Kim Kardashian <laughs> meme, like peeking around the bush or whatever, just feel like you can't see me. We oh, are we are sneaky beavers here. Sneaky beavers unite. The, uh, yes, on the playmakers on this Friday. Uh before we get to the Doctor of Drip, uh, we do need to get to news according to Adrian, sponsored by the Bet Las Vegas. <gasps> Ourselves? The Twitter? The Instagram at the Bet Las Vegas. I'd go over there for cool content, kids. But now let's get to the news. Gremlins director Joe Dante has slammed Baby Yoda. Use that cough button. Has slammed Baby Yoda as completely stolen and shamelessly copied the Gremlins in creation of Baby Yoda. I'm conflicted. Lindsay, I'm about to do this, though. Okay. If Joe Dante is saying that Star Wars stole Baby Yoda, then he, as the director of the 1998 classic Toy Soldiers, did you ever watch it? I think so. Yeah, Toy Soldiers was the, the real-life toys. They started the war in the yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, the movie's Eminem a classic. wrote a song about it. Uh, <laughs> look at Joe! Well, look, Joe. Dante or Dante. It's quite an inferno you have there, Joe. 1998, you made Toy Soldiers. So I'm saying you copied from Toy Story. How about that? Oh, man. Eddie Murphy once said, have a Coke and a smile and zip it, sir. Good riddance. Inspiration mm. comes in many places. Sorry about that, guys. I got a little emotional okay. on the Friday. It's okay. You were in the inferno and you needed to let us know what was going on. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. But I will not pretend to know about stuff that I don't. Like, I don't fake things like that. Like, fashion, not my thing. I I, had to, I figured out just the other day what YSL stands for. <laughs> I'm not joking. Free slam. I thought a dry bar was a place where you, like, literally consumed alcoholic beverages that were put into, like, vapor form. Turns out it's a place where you can get your hair blown out, which I've never done. So They have DJs in there with music that goes doom, yep. doom, doom, doom. I was definitely walking through crystals. That's why both of those <laughs> things are at the for- forefront of my mind. That's a burger spot, right? Uh, very fancy burger at Aria where all those stores are that I have no idea what they sell besides clothes. I'm like, this is a brand I've never heard of and I cannot pronounce. So it's that's why we fancy. bring Dominic in. Our resident drip doctor, and uh, what are we? Uh, what are we going over today, my friend? Just some WNBA outfits. Okay. Very, very. All star game outfits. Some all star game outfits. Okay. A couple are from like mid June, mid to late June. Okay. So we, we're we're mixing it up a little bit here. Time is a social construct. Indeed, it Beauty is. Beauty is eternal. And it's pain. Hurts a lot sometimes. I so, wouldn't know. <laughs> Love yourself, Adrian. Come on now. What just happened? Look at this 20-year-old wisdom that's <laughs> coming through here. Let's do this. After you, Drip Doctor. I'm going to open her up here with 
um, a couple Las Vegas aces. Yeah. So got to show the hometown team some love. They've been kind of on a tear this year. Recently, they've kind of fallen off uh, some fr- uh, frustration within the team before the All-Star break. But no frustration here for me for Kelsey Plum's outfit. Now, Kelsey Plum, she came um, just a couple days ago on July 12th with an all-gray outfit, gray cargo joggers that were tapered at the bottom, mm. Some nice blue and silver Air Jordan 1 lows. A nice little red bag. Air Jordan 1 lows. But the piece de resistance for this outfit for me was the retro Jason Kidd New Jersey Nets jersey. Oh, for yes. me, it's the hoops. It's the hoop earring. The, I like Everything about it, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's, it's a certified fire. Yeah. Uh, is that how are we going to measure it's, like I think are, <laughs> it's not that it, it's a fire. It's a singular it's, fire. It's fire. I it, think no, we'll go In this case it's a singular fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll give you how many woof woofs do you get? We'll we'll do two T's. Two T's. We'll go tough or take it off. Oh, okay. What does <laughs> I think, that mean? So tough is good, take it off is like nah, trash. Or no, tough and trash. Tough and trash. Tough and trash. Okay. This is tough. This is tough. Super tough. I love, I have like a really soft spot in my heart for vintage jerseys, especially like the old Nike jerseys. Sure. And I just like, I'm a big color blocking person. I like kind of like mixing and matching like, oh, like this color for my shirt matches my shoes, like my shoes match my hat, something like that. But I think this all like singular color outfit with like the pops of the color, I think it works really well. Yeah. She looks fantastic. I do want to say uh, congratulations to Kelsey earlier this week. Um, she actually signed a deal um, with XFL co-founder, co-founder, excuse me, Danny Garcia. Her new brand GSTQ, which stands for God Save the Queen. Oh, new fashion brand. Uh, she's teamed that's up. A, that's her brand. Yeah, Danny Garcia's. That's such a good name. Yeah, uh, GSTQ. God Save the Queen. Her first person that signed a deal to the brand is Kelsey Plum, signing Hell a long-term yeah. deal. Hell That's dope. Yeah, yeah exactly. And also, I mean, she won All Star Game MVP too. Yeah, you saw so. that trophy and that eighteen dollar trophy. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was kind of. I would upsetting. put that. I would put that on a chain and wear it. Like that's to a, the next. That's game. a statement. Oh hell yeah, I would. I, I even, I would yeah, that's it, real. Just, yeah, oh, hundred percent. Be like, I'm just wearing it. I think she should do that. Uh, that would be badass. somebody. Somebody get this. Yeah, K Plum, you're a close personal friend of the show. That one time. <laughs> She's listen. We said this was sponsored by the Bet Las Vegas on Twitter and Instagram. She's seen our stuff. Yeah, for sure. Go. She liked our tweet one time. Oh my god! I'm that was after out. we had her on the I'm show. I'm sweating right now because I know talking about too much this. fashion. Oh, way Who's too next? much, but never too much. Chelsea Gray. Okay. Um, this one is closer to the trash for me. Okay. Just because. It's a gold so she's got. About. She's got. First off, I mean, I like the vision. The Adidas and Gucci collab, it's a good start. But I just don't think wearing a pattern floral-looking romper is the way to go. slandering rompers. I'm not a romper person. I'm sorry. Rompers are what (laughs) I live in when I'm trying to be fancy. I'm just not a fan. I mean, the the kicks, the kicks are solid. I'm not sure what silhouette she's got. um, I like this outfit, but it has some like nice like Boston College vibes going oh, on God. down there with like the khaki and the maroon. But j- the romper it just gives me too much like Coachella and Cam Newton from six years ago vibes, you know. 
There but. are other people that wear robbers <laughs> besides <laughs> people who go to Coachella yeah, and Camp Newton, okay? And also, like, the I, the 12 necklace, the shades. The chain's hard. And what she's, her her, her mini backpack? Why is everybody carrying their fanny packs? Like, you like, I was one of the first people to get the black Lulu fanny pack that literally everyone has. And because I've been going to festivals for a while. I, I don't I don't mess around. I'm not going for looks. I'm going for convenience and for necessity. Why are people not wearing them? They carry them. What's the point? I think it just looks cooler. No. You just wear it. You wear it across. But now all the guys, everybody wears like a cross. Like they're, you're wearing some ammo or something like that. Like they, they wear like the fanny pack across. Or Next, they have, I'm like, going to put it on my bag. neck. Just <sighs> so you're, Lindsay, you're not a fan of this? No, I like this outfit. I'm no, a I'm huge saying fan of the, the, the fanny pack wears. No, I just I, if you're gonna wear a fanny pack, wear it. I'm just dancing. Ah. <laughs> I ain't think about nothing too controversial. We just dancing. Yes. We ain't think about nothing too controversial. These fashion. Wear it with takes. pride, man. I, I don't like just. I'm not a romper person. The, the only real saving grace is like the shoes and the chain. I'm a big fan of like number pendants on chains. I think it looks sick. And especially when you're an athlete, like it looks, it completes your look. <clears throat> Whoa! <laughs> voice got the voice went a lo- away a little bit. It's very there. emotional. <laughs> very very Who's powerful. Next? We're gonna go to Jenny Sims um, of the Phoenix Mercury. Now this, I really like this one. This one's tough. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a trend here with tough outfits. Now she's rocking a, a nice little magazine cover T-shirt. Magazine cover a who? Of Simone Augustus. That's right. Put some respect on her name. I, I, I made sure to Champion, do my research. All-star. You know where she played? For the Minnesota Lynx. Other teams do, but mostly the Minnesota Lynx. I knew you'd enjoy that one. Oh, yeah. So I just love, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the rest of the fit, but I love magazine cover t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I think they're like really unique. They're really cool. Magazine covers are usually super cool in their own right. But when you can wear it and like wear it well, yep. I'm a huge fan. I've seen Sports Illustrated ones, um, D'Angelo Russell, Devin Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns. They did a photo shoot with Slam Magazine, and they wore magazine cover T-shirt. And there's plenty of other ones. Like I saw this magazine cover of the Source from like the '90s, right after Tupac died. That was on a shirt. Super cool. But she's rocking these Nike nylon shorts in like this peach orange color. Yeah. These were huge last summer. Yeah. I remember seeing them all over TikTok. Every single person was wearing them with a white t-shirt and white Air And Force everybody's ones. wearing that short length now. It doesn't matter, boy, girl, whoever. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, mean, I love I'm, it. I'm I love the like androgyny. Inch, I'm rocking five-inch seams right now. So oh. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that GG inspiration over here. I'm a huge short shorts guy. Yeah, congratulations. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Show Thank those you. limbs off. Oh yeah, I'm working for huge leg quads. day, leg day. Oh yeah, I want to no I want to show off. off the guns. Whoa! <laughs> I like I like the fact that she's wearing like longer socks. I'm a huge fan. Of yeah, that bit. like I like longer socks. The ankle socks with like short shorts don't really look no, right. No, no, you have to wear long. Yeah, socks. like you have to wear like long and like I like that she's scrunching the socks too. Ooh, correct. You can't have also, them pulled all correct. the way up. You have to correct. scrunch them. Well, I, I have a question here, Great uh, Drip Doctor. Too. When it comes to high fashion. If she's wearing short, why the socks tall though? You got to keep it. Because it, it just it, the you, scrunch like, adds like texture. Because for instance, right now I'm wearing khaki shorts. Yeah, I got ankle ones on because to me, not that there's anything wrong, but I'm not trying to go for the cholo vibe. Because if I do put higher socks, 
I look like a cholo. I feel you. See what I'm saying? Now, obviously, it's a different, it's different consideration. Because khaki yeah. shorts, I, I, I see the it's vision like the and it works. Length also yeah. kind of like has to coincide with correct. Because the if there's length. less short, I feel like you have to have a buffer like piece between the shoes. Yeah, because if, not, if you that, have the no shows, you look like you're not wearing. Socks. Yeah, all of a sudden it just looks like you're wearing Keds, and then we're going to like a Backstreet what Boys are those? concert. They're like they're like these burlap or just kind of like very thin fabricy shoes that. You buy once and you ruin them, and then you keep them in your closet for the next eight years, so you can have a time you remember where you were alive. Those type. Of See, things. she's putting us on now. Okay, yeah. I appreciate Dang. the game. Are you willing to die on this hill with the short shorts and socks? Yes. Okay, that's 100%. what I need. I think you should try to wear the long socks just to see what see where it's at because it could just be the scr- It could be the scrunch. You could part just of it. just get crew socks, yeah. like plain white crew socks, and kind of like scrunch them up a little bit. I'll I like do, I do pull them all the way up first, and I like kind of like roll them down yeah. and like pull them down towards like my ankle. Yeah, and then it, it works. And reappropriate your own fashion. Don't let don't let anything deviate you away. And it looks like she That's rolled hers me, down. You know? huh? So like she, it looks like she rolled hers down. Yeah, so like there's like yeah, two yeah, different yeah. levels to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And then can't forget the feats ever. The feats. And is. she's rocking the panda dunks, the panda Nike dunks. These are kind of like the new white Air Force One. Oh. Um, you guys were alive when Nelly dropped Air Force Ones. Wow, thank I you. I was this alive too. I was alive too. This is true. But Nelly put the whole country on Air Force Ones back then. And they've been a staple ever since. But now Nike's completely saturated the market. Well, now they're going a skateboard. Bunch of panda dunks. Skateboard adjacent. Sort of. Like Everybody's big, looking for chunky, skater shoes. Yep. Low, low We're going back shoes. to the Etnies and the DCs, oh, man. Oh, no, not those. Oh, no, not those. <laughs> yes, those. That fashion's going to be here in about two years based oh, off the cycle man. of everything. I would hate to see those come back. I hated the chunky tongues and just. Oh, you ugh. just wait till the. The tongues were super girthy. Oh, yeah. so girthy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's crazy. We'll accept girthy for that one, not not for the look back at it, but we'll accept girthy here. Fair enough. (laughs) A very good uh, addition of the Drip Doctor. Thank you, one Mr. Drip Doctor, Dominic Lavoie. Uh, We're going to move on. One final segment for the abyss that is the weekend. We got to look back at it, though. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. I thought this. It's a hard knock life for us. No, it's Nipsey. It's a hard knock life. It's pretty close, though. Nipsey hustle. Well, yeah, no, this is the sample for hard knock life for Jay Z. Brilliant. But, you know, well, as- I was going for the Dr. Evil version, you know, from Austin Powers. Yes. I was trying to, you know, listen, we got 15 more minutes till we're out of here. Technically less than 10 if we want to be technical. But as we head into the weekend, that was a reminder to put boots to asses, baby. You know what boots I'm saying? Boots to asses? Boots mm. to the asses. Boots and cats and boots and cats. That's how you and, rap. And we all need to recover, Some too. Justin it, Timberlake stuff there, guys. <laughs> get your beatboxing. I got to get everyone, like, good to go after yesterday. Everyone's vibes off because it rained last night, and we've all trying to recover here in the city because it actually we rained. We need to recover. I was let the rain fall. Do I need to go through coming clean again? Uh, at H. Duff? Well. Come on. Las Vegas locally retweeted someone who... Posted the picture and it was it was storming in Henderson pretty bad and there was trash cans flying all over the place and he put it better than anyone he said we will rebuild <laughs> we will y'all need to spend some time in the Midwest during a severe thunderstorm let hey. me tell you about some destruction and also nobody cares everybody's like let's go take a picture I want to be a storm chaser here for a couple hours let's just see what we can get yeah, or fit right in or oh, it could be Miami yeah. where they just pull out the boats and they're like let's go but we sandstorms and everything though they don't get <gasps> enough credit ah I see what you did there <laughs> yes we, we, we have to we might we it's might better. have it. We're, we have to where's Mark that's his theme song because <laughs> when he we, this bit down before we get it let it play that's all, all you got? Wow. Damn Talk it. Mark was like out there talking on a phone. Like Mark, when he talks, gets super demonstrative with his hands and just like when he's into it. And we were just like, the perfect <laughs> soundtrack made. to this would be Sandstorm. And it, because there's like a literal, you know, dust storm outside of <laughs> a boob was forming. It was just such a good bit. Play it again. That's brilliant, though. Marcus! We. <laughs> 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 Thank you, boss man. We um we got to get to this this news of the week, right? The yeah, look we got we got to look back at it. Lewk. It is sponsored this time again. It is brought to us by the Odyssey app, God, where you can find where you can find our interviews this week with Sal Volcano, Howard Megdal of SI Forbes and the Next Hoops, 
Talk to us about the Aces and other things. Larry Holder, who we had earlier from The Athletic talking the NFL. Matt Barnes, who we had earlier, an NBA Hall of Famer. Tracy McGrady. There's a lot of content and to digest. And 40 minutes of Trista Crick. All and, of that. Yes. So that's our sponsor. And now let's get to the news. And we head to Canada, where some in the media are very upset oh, that someone it. went to Columbus. And one newsman, he took the petty route. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. And that's the news for now. I'll be back here at 11, unless a news station in Columbus offers me way less money. And I'll probably go do that. Here's your five-day forecast. That's not very nice weatherman, sir. That's genius, though. Yeah, there's a lot of shade getting thrown around, and rightfully so. I mean, if that, you're the Flames fan base and you and you see what Johnny Gaudreau did, and you sign with a team, it's yeah. not it's a not a lateral move, and it's not even for a team that's like technically close to home. So you just like didn't like Calgary, essentially. So I can understand the vitriol. I want to give him one more moment. And that's the news for now. I'll be back here at 11, unless a news station in Columbus offers me way less money. And I'll probably go do that. Here's your five-day forecast. I will say downtown Calgary mostly sucks because during the night, nobody lives down there. Like, it's not like a a very inhibited town, so it's a ghost town. Absolute weirdness. That used to be Cleveland for the longest. I'm glad they changed that and decided to have some people there. Thanks, Dan Gilbert. And we have some... This is breaking news. What? Breaking news on 1140 The Best brought to us by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win $5.6 million prize every damn day this baseball season. Listen on Odyssey or wherever you find your podcasts. According to Jeff Passan from ESPN who covers MLB, baseball and the MLB will have to pay $185 million to settle the federal class action lawsuit by minor leaguers seeking pay for minimum wage and overtime violations from teams. I feel like it's not enough. No. I mean, for what Over they the course, do? like, but we looked into this, you know, early on in our tenure, Adrian, yeah. and, and especially down in, like, the development programs, down in, like, the, the Dominican and stuff like that. And obviously when they get up here stateside, they are, like, living out of their cars. There, There's absolutely no support and... It's because they've basically legislated themselves into being a legal monopoly. Yeah. And so a hundred and something million dollars sounds like a lot, but it dispersed throughout the entirety of Major League Baseball, whoever's part of this. I don't know if it's enough, but that's where it's like, can it ever be enough when when you're doing that on a consistent, on a systemic basis? I don't know. Yeah. And well, it's good that that's at least a start. And to be honest, I mean, you're probably right because in some of these cities where minor league baseball is the only thing that they have in terms of entertainment when it comes to sports. Like you could do the math and some of these teams, like they, they really do a good job of having audiences there. So that may be the case that they deserve some more money. So that just happened. We'll see how that develops, but good for those players to get some of their income. Accountability matters for sure. And uh, speaking of people getting paid, today was the deadline for NFL teams to place franchise tags on players to get long-term deals. So, four key players, uh, Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz, Dolphins tight end Mike Gusecki, and then here in our division, the Chiefs offensive tackle Orlando Brown Jr. and the AFC Super Bowl team, the Bengals, will not have Jesse Bates joining them in training camp. So Bates and Orlando Brown didn't sign their tags. So that means that they will very, very likely not report to training camp. That Orlando Brown one's a disaster then. 
I mean, that's a huge he, problem. Because he was uh, in Baltimore before, and his dad was like a legacy left tackle mm-hmm. there, and he was put on the right side because they were set on the left tackle. So they trade, I think, a first-round pick for him last offseason and takes care of a big you know, piece of protecting Patrick Mahomes and stuff like that. But like for him to not be there, I feel like is a huge deal especially since we're working with much different offense this year with the Kansas City Chiefs. And just the the change of offense and, and what they're going to have to do. Exactly. The more protection, the better. It might be a Super Bowl again where Patrick Mahomes is just running around for his life. He was running. And uh, want to give some credit to Odyssey's newest podcast, uh-huh. an exclusive podcast, Silver and Black Today, our good friends Mo Moulton and Scott Goldbranson. They had former Raiders punter Marquette King join the show. And here's some audio where he talks about his final days as a Las Vegas Raider. I uh, showed up to the facility, got there. <laughs> Nobody was around. Ended up leaving to go somewhere else out in Oakland. Got a call from uh, Reggie McKenzie at the time. He told me to come back. And then I showed up to, uh, to the facility to... See what he's talking about. I'm excited. I had a really, I came off a really good season, probably finished like third, I think. And as soon as I showed up, Reggie was telling me that uh, uh, Gruden doesn't want me there. And I'm like, so what, what, is that, what, what does that mean? He's like, we're, gonna, we're about to let you go. We're going to put you on the wire. And it's going to uh, hit the news soon. And it was hard to believe because I'm like, man, okay, I just finished at the top this past, that past season. And I'm finna get cut. And I'm like, oh, all the coaches I've ever been around were like, as long as you produce, as long as you do well, you're good. Um, it ain't like I'm out here breaking the law. I'm not out here doing this or doing that, disrespecting people. I'm just, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, I just, I didn't believe it. I went through the facility, went through the locker room, saw a couple of people there for the offseason. And I was like, hey, man, <clears throat> I thought, it, I couldn't believe it. Still. I was like, hey, man, it's, it's been good playing football with y'all, man. I enjoy playing with y'all. You're like, man, shut up, man. You play. Nothing stifles yourself more than finding the the way to succeed in the ways that it's been communicated what success is and then being told not enough. Oh, my former radio station, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's something that is not just football or sports specific. Yeah, 100%. It's also Kent Broadcasting specific, too. Anyway, uh, be sure to check out that podcast, the Silver and Black Today podcast, exclusively on Odyssey. Um, shout out to Momo and Scott Branson. And then our final story, you might have seen it on our Instagram at the Bet Las Vegas, the NBA G League team Ignite. It is official. They will be here as a Las Vegas team. They'll be playing in Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center starting this season in the fall, meaning 25 home games here for the NBA G League. Man, that Dollar Loan Center is going to have some really fun events to be able to go to and a really nice spot, like pretty intimate arena. Have you been in there yet, Dominic? Not yet, no. I saw the one game where Danil Miramanov had a hat trick. Great atmosphere and it wasn't even full yet so obia hoops this weekend looking forward facts, to seeing it facts mm. absolutely as adrian mentioned you can find all of our stuff on that podcast feed thank you to dominic thank you to adrian thank you to everyone who showed up today another great week in the books be well to each other mostly to yourselves use your blinkers because people are dying out there and otherwise enjoy the abyss that is your life we'll be back in 66 hours to interrupt said abyss with another wild weekend of sports and other things all right bye friends
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.